Welcome to the Private School Marketing Minute podcast, the weekly podcast teaching you how to get more students and keep more students enrolled in 10 minutes or less. Let's get started. Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to the show. My name is Nick and I am the host of this podcast and of this episode. Hope you're having an awesome week. Welcome back to school. If you are back in school, I know a lot of people are, especially back in uh, South Florida where I'm at. So happy new school year to you. I hope it's an awesome one. My prayer is that that goes smoothly, that you are able to impact these kids' lives to a great extent, uh, and that it just grow you as well. Um, I'm excited. We've got a cool episode. I'm also just about to wrap up a multi-month contract with a client. So I'm going to have some more time to focus on this show, creating more content, serving more schools, um, focusing on the company and being able to grow that. So a lot of cool things happening. Kind of trying to, trying to grow like my garden. My garden's been growing too. Uh, and that's nice. Just planted a whole bunch of new seeds. Getting into growing season here in, in Florida. Uh, zone 10. <laughs> that's, the, that's the zone. This might turn into a gardening podcast. Um, so as it gets cooler, it's blazing hot right now. So you can't really grow too much stuff. It just gets burnt up. Uh, yesterday was like 98 degrees here, uh, like the band. So it was a hot one. But uh, we're getting into season, season for everything, growing season, school season. So let's just get right into the school stuff. We're going to talk about positioning today. And I think positioning is one of the more exciting things, uh, more enjoyable things that get to do as marketers uh, and that I particularly enjoy the most. So uh, positioning can be used to describe a company as a whole, or it can be niched down as granularly as describing a way to uh, market a product or a service or an ad campaign or even an ad or, or a school. Um, you know that something is important when it can be utilized at nearly every level from the biggest macro section of marketing and business to the smallest detail, to the micro. So let's talk about, start with uh, figuring out the definition of positioning, how other people describe it and, you know, essentially how the internet describes positioning. Well, Square, you know, that company with the Square logo, (laughs) they say positioning refers to the place you want your brand or product to have within a particular market. Wikipedia, if you look up the definition of positioning there, it'll tell you that that's the place that a brand occupies in the minds of the customers and how it is distinguished from the products of the competitors And it's also different from the concept of brand awareness. It's kind of a lengthy definition. The Product Marketing Alliance, they say a positioning strategy is a set of actions and processes that are designed to improve the image and visibility of a brand, company, or product. Now, Nick, really the only one who's important here, he defines marketing as the strategic, defines marketing, he he defines positioning as the strategic angle used to convey your message. I distilled it down to like seven words, right? So let's look at a few examples uh, of positioning, which we'll get to in just a bit to be able to help you get some ideas for your school. Um, But before that, I want to talk about why positioning is important to kind of frame this whole 
conversation. So positioning is important because it gives your prospective family something to actually latch onto. It plants a flag in the ground and says, this is who we're for. And because of that, it also says, this is who we're not for. Now, that is a very good thing, which might be a little bit of a hot take in today's culture. People don't want to talk about who they are and are not for. And I think that's the wrong way to go. There are... Uh, That's because you can't be everything for everybody. We know this. That's why you only have a couple best friends as you get older. If you're lucky, you know, when you're younger, you got a handful of friends, handful of best friends. As you get older, you age, your circle gets smaller. And if you're lucky, you can, you know, consider yourself to have one or two best friends. That's why people say if you chase two rabbits, you catch none. Or if you stand in the middle of the road, you get hit by a truck. By saying who we're for, we make it clear to our prospective families, if or if not, we're the right school for them. Now, that's one of the steps in attracting the right fit families to your school nearly every time. And those right fit families would be those people who don't exit during key re-enrollment periods, like grade level transitions, and those people who tell their families and their friends about how much they love your school and get more people to enroll become your ambassadors. Now that's partly because their expectations are aligned with the values of your school. So you naturally get happier families. That's what positioning does. It tells people what your values are and they can align with that. So when you plant your stake in the ground through positioning, it's a very good thing. Now there are probably a dozen or more different ways to position any one single company product service school ad campaign. Now, this is something that I don't see enough schools thinking about. And I think that is why, or one of the reasons why we see so many schools saying different variations of the same exact stuff on their websites and throughout their marketing. You know, that's the, we've been around since 1800. Thomas Jefferson's kids went here. We developed the whole child, not just their academics. We focus on inclusivity, that sort of thing. You know the rest. Let's talk about how to do positioning the right way so you have some actionable steps you can implement after you listen to this show. Like all good marketing, it starts out with homework. You've got to find answers to a few questions because positioning encompasses a few things. Now, those few things, first one would be your school values, which is basically like your mission and your purpose. Now, the caveat here would be this has to be things that you can actually deliver on. It can't just be things that sound pretty and look attractive. Look attractive. It has to actually be values that you can hold to. The second part of positioning is figuring out what other schools around you are doing so you can differentiate your school, which is basically saying figuring out what you can do better than all the other schools in your area. The third piece of this is finding out what your prospects actually care about in their heart of hearts. When you find answers to these three pieces of information, it'll help you figure out how you can deliver the things that your school is really great at in a way that catches the attention of your prospects. That's positioning. So let's take an example. We'll look at some hypothetical answers to each of the three points that we just talked about above, that being school values, uh, 
what other schools around you are doing, differentiating, and what your prospects really care about. Uh, like all good marketing best practices, we're going to work our way backwards, starting with what your prospects really care about first, because if we can give them what they care about, then we solve their number one problem straight away. And that is a big wall that you could just break right through. So hypothetically, let's say your prospects really care about giving their kid the best opportunities available. Now, you can figure out what your prospects really care about through surveying. You got to ask questions uh, and you know, you'll give them a handful of answers, possible answers. Pick the one that they care about the most. That's as simple as it is. Okay. So we'll say that prospects overwhelmingly care about giving their kid the best opportunities possible. So the, uh, the next question we got to ask is what are other schools in your area doing? Well, I'm willing to bet that the other schools are probably doing the same things that we talked about above, which is using those generic lines that they just try to promote their history. They develop the whole student. They focus on developing kids who are outstanding citizens in society, not just smart kids, those types of things. That's what 90% of the time, that's what the other schools in your area will be doing and focusing on. Now, the last piece is to talk about your, your mission, your values, your purpose. So taking into account what we know about what your prospects care about, which is to give their kid the best opportunities possible, let's say the mission of your school becomes to be a place where doors and windows are flung open, where opportunity is abundant, right? That's the number one value of your school. But there are a slew of different ad campaigns that can be run to promote the fact that your school is a place where opportunity is abound. But saying that is one thing. If you market this idea, you're going to need to back it up because the people that are looking to get more information, they're going to want to see how your school creates all of these opportunities since that is what attracted them to your school in the first place. That's where you need to figure out what your school can actually deliver on. That's that caveat we talked about. It can't just be a value that sounds good. It has to be a value you can actually achieve. So let's keep pulling on this thread a little bit more and uh, keep going with this example. So your school's a place full of opportunity. How are we going to prove that that's actually the case? Well, what if one of those opportunities is developing kids socially. So you can talk about all the clubs that you offer, or you can go above and beyond and host a Toastmaster style course that teaches kids how to public speak. Or you can develop a club to teach students how to facilitate great conversations by answering the questions that they might be too embarrassed to answer. And by giving them practical opportunities to get practice facilitating these great conversations in a safe environment. So they can get practice, they can ask the questions, feel comfortable, and develop socially. That's a great opportunity for kids to have. What about business opportunities? What if you hosted guest speakers from prominent businesses in your area to share their expertise on a regular basis? That would facilitate the opportunities. What about, what about education opportunities? What if as a school you committed to acquiring teaching talent like sports teams do? What if it was people who actually 
headhunted to get the best teachers in your area? What if some of your students actually sought out certain teachers the way that students do for professors in college, you know, just for the opportunity to be taught by them? That'd be a pretty big deal to parents looking to give their kids the best education opportunities available, right? Activity opportunities. What if you could say that your school has more clubs than any other school in the area? What if there's more opportunities for students to grow and interact and learn than any other school in the area? What if you made it possible for students to create their own clubs? They could also learn leadership and organization skills in doing so. They could learn how to be a self-starter and be entrepreneurial and learn marketing to get the other students to join their club. Those are all opportunities in and of themselves. And we can keep going down this road, but the point is to be able to actually back up the values that you are promoting. Uh, doing so will not only give your prospects a clear choice when it comes to deciding what school is the right one for them, but it also makes your school better by holding you to a standard and keeping you on that mission. So I hope this helped. If it did or if it didn't, go ahead and shoot me a message on LinkedIn. That's always linked in the show notes below. I'd be happy to keep the conversation going with you there, figure out how you can position your specific school. I can't do that on this podcast because I don't know your situation, but shoot me a message on LinkedIn and we could talk about it there. Hope you enjoy the rest of your week. As always, I've been Nick and I'll see you next week.